What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Big Ten Football Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Zach Guggenheim. We're talking the Guaranteed Rate Bowl tonight, or this morning, or whenever you're listening in. Make sure to like, follow, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We're going to be going through each bowl game that the Big Ten is involved with, starting with the Guaranteed Rate Bowl. I don't exactly know why it's called the Guaranteed Rate Bowl, are the tickets at a guaranteed rate? I don't know. I, I'm not going to make too many jokes. I just I don't understand why this is the name of a bowl game. But it's better than the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl because Jimmy Kimmel's just not funny. Just just being honest. Guaranteed rate bowl uh, is happening, and it is happening on Tuesday, December 27th at 10:15 p.m. in Phoenix, Arizona. As of now, it's on. It's at, at Wisconsin is a three-point favorite. ESPN is airing the game, and it's it's a bit of a wild. It's a bit of a wild pick, and that's why you know I'm going to take some time to go through all these games, you know, doing one episode per bowl game because there's a lot of factors. Um, and some of you might even be thinking, why hasn't Zach dropped a podcast on some of the news out of Purdue? You know, Drew Brees is going to be an assistant for the bowl game at Purdue. Why hasn't he talked about stuff with Ohio State? Trevion Henderson is out. Well, the reason why is I'm, I'm leaving a lot of that to these individual game breakdowns because I, I just want to give each game and each team the attention that I think they deserve. So... Wisconsin six and six, Oklahoma seven and five. Wisconsin obviously has a bit more upheaval than Oklahoma State does. Mike Gundy still the coach for the for the Pokes. Wisconsin obviously Jim Leonard is sticking at defensive coordinator for this game only, but he will be moving on. And something that I'm always a little I'm a little nervous about with these with these bowl games, especially as you pick them. Momentum and continuity have they they have a lot to do with whether you win or you lose. And so for Wisconsin, continuity, momentum, the only momentum they have right now. Well, I'd say two huge things that are in their favor. And I think a lot of things against them. The first thing is obvious. They got the biggest name out there in terms of a head coach. They got Luke Fickle. Luke Fickle, whether you love him or you hate him, he was the biggest name out there to get for a big, big name program. And if I'm honest, and I'm not, this is nothing against Wisconsin, for Wisconsin to get Luke Fickle is a big deal. It is a huge shot in the arm, momentum-wise. He's coming off a playoff appearance. 
you know, another a, a good season for a team that quite honestly I think overachieved because they lost a lot of talent last last year. And so I know they were in a weaker conference and they, they didn't get to the conference championship and all that. But you have to remember, like Cincinnati does not have top tier talent top tier talent year in and year out. And I mean they lost their starting quarterback who was a three year starter, maybe four year starter in Desmond Ritter. Uh, they lost their two best corners. They lost a really good tight end. They lost a really good wide receiver uh, and Alec Pierce. And so for Luke Fickle to do what he did again, I believe they went nine and three, you know, he has done a really, really excellent job in Cincinnati. And for him to come over to Wisconsin, who I think really his DNA is blue collar, hard nosed, uh, defense oriented. It's a big time hire for the Badgers. So that's that's the first thing. Here's the second thing. Braylon Allen, after a lot of speculation, is coming back. And, and not only is he coming back, he's going to be healthier. He's had time off to heal. And he'll, at, at, by, by game time, he'll have, have had a month off. He, had, he was dealing with a shoulder, shoulder injury. That's a big deal because he's the... I think the feature part of that offense. And so if you were going to tell me that, you know, all these guys are leaving, but the one guy that's staying is Braylon Allen, that is a big deal for the Badgers. So those are two major things in terms of momentum. However, that's where the momentum stops. If you look at everything else, you know, Graham Mertz, I love him or hate him. He's been their quarterback. He's been the guy in the foxhole, you know, calling the shots in the huddle. He's out. He's transferring. Uh, they're they're losing a lot of guys to the NFL draft. Nick Nick Herbig declared for the NFL draft. Keanu Benton uh, also declared for the NFL draft. Uh, it's those are two big names for this Badger Badger team, and. You know, as as mediocre as this season was for for the Badgers to lose that many people, um, and it's it's not just those two, right? Um, Joe Tipman, Justin Clark, Jay Shaw. It seems like all those guys are going to skip the the bowl game. That's a lot of you know their big name guys. And so I'm not sure what you do in preparing for this game because that's your, your top two corners, an All-American linebacker, and then a key offensive lineman. Like, how, how do you deal with that? Um, oh, yeah, and, and your, your all-conference nose tackle. Like, how do you deal with that? That's, that's a lot of your defense. And – as much as I think defenses, it, defenses are an advantage in these games, typically because the offenses take some time to get into rhythm. To be down that many guys, even even if they weren't premier players, I, you know, I I, I question whether they're going to be able to to be solidified enough to take down what traditionally has been a good offense under Mike Gundy. Now, uh, 
before you know before I spell all gloom and doom for the Badgers, you've got to remember Oklahoma State is not coming in sky high either. They were six and one. They were in the top ten, and then they plummeted. They got crushed by Kansas State. I believe it was forty-eight to nothing against Kansas State, and they went one and three after that, including their only win against a not very good Iowa State team. Uh, and it was a close game against them. Spencer Sanders, their starting quarterback, is out. He is transferring. So a true freshman is anticipated to start. Uh, he appeared in three games this year. So, you know, he's, you know, he has some experience, but, and he's, he's started two games, but he has not been great uh, against West Virginia, who they are not good. He went 18 of 42 for 178 yards. That is, that is not good. West Virginia is not very good defensively. And so you've got a malign defense, but you're playing against a true freshman who has not looked very good. And not only that, you know, Wisconsin does not have a lot of momentum going into this game, but you can make an argument that Oklahoma State has less. And part of that, you know, there's a lot to be said for uh the defensive coordinator moving on for Wisconsin um how do am I blanking on his Jim Leonard how could I blank on his name Jim Leonard uh moving on after this game but he is here and he's making the on the ground decisions and Luke Fickle is letting him do that Luke Fickle is kind of managing the process he's overseeing everything he's kind of acting like a CEO um he's trusting Leonard to do those things and so it, you would think that maybe momentum is, is less for Wisconsin because of uh, how things have been just for their just for their sake. You look at their last five games. You know they lost to Iowa. They lost to Minnesota. Um, you know they barely beat Nebraska by one. But you look at you look at Oklahoma or Oklahoma State. I mean. It's not just Kansas State that they lost to 48 nothing. They lost by three touchdowns to Kansas State or, or to Kansas rather. Kansas again, they're a 6 and 6 team. Right? They barely beat Iowa State. That's a 4 and 8 team. They got clobbered by Oklahoma. Oklahoma 6 and 6. And West Virginia's 5 and 7. So like they're 1 and 4 and they lost, you know, Kansas State's the Big 12 champs. But then they lost to two six and six teams and a five and seven and team and then barely beat a four and eight team. So like this is not a great Oklahoma State team. Whereas Wisconsin has shown they can beat a couple of teams that are better than them. They beat Purdue. They beat Maryland. That's you know, Maryland and Purdue are not they're not great teams, but they're not scrubs either. And they they beat both by double digits. And so if I'm a Wisconsin fan, I'm a little concerned about all, all the people jettisoned, like leaving. 
But I think the two things that I, as I look at this matchup and think, I wonder. One is that it's a true freshman starting for Oklahoma State. That's that's one. So that that can cure a lot of ills in the defense. The second thing is this: is is Oklahoma State has really struggled down the stretch, and particularly they have struggled defensively. You look at the yards allowed for Oklahoma State. They have averaged. They have allowed 440 yards, uh, including 171 yards on the ground. That'll do. With the uh, with the running backs, because Braylon Allen can get his own yards, and you got a good running back, he'll 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 sting you. Uh, you know, against Kansas State, who again is a very good team. Deuce Vaughn ran for 158 yards on 22 carries. Like that, I could totally see Braylon Allen having that type of a day against Oklahoma State's defense, who has not been the same since uh, Jim Knowles has left their team. And so, I obviously the Oklahoma State game is is a, or the Kansas State game is a, a bit of an outlier. But here's what I think is going to happen: I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I, I I think both teams will struggle a bit, though I would not be surprised if both teams get a cheap – pick up a cheap score, like there's a busted coverage and there's a wide-open receiver going down the field for both teams because Oklahoma State's defense just stinks. And Wisconsin has a lot of guys that they've got to they've replace. So I would not be surprised in the first half – First quarter, first 10 minutes, you see like a 14 to 7 type lead, and you think this is going to be a shootout. And then it's a slugfest the rest of the game because both teams settle in. But, but at the end of the day, I think Wisconsin, with Luke Fickle's leadership, with Braylon Allen getting healthy, I think this, this becomes a stepping stone win for Wisconsin moving into next year. I really, I, I know I, I had mentioned that I am a little concerned about Wisconsin moving forward. I, I'm not necessarily sold on Luke Fickle to Wisconsin just as a match, right? I, I don't know if it's the the match made in heaven that everybody wants, but I do think it sets them up for next year, and if. If Fickle can get momentum, and he did get a really good offensive coordinator in Phil Longo, um, like really, really good, really, really good hire. Um, their their recruiting has taken off under Luke Fickle. They've gotten several. I think it's four players in the past seventy two hours. Um, so like there's there's a lot of good buzz happening behind the scenes with the Badgers, even though Jim Leonard is leaving. And you look at their schedule next year, they they play you know, they play Buffalo, they go to Washington State, uh, they play Georgia Southern. Um, both teams are, are maybe sneaky. And then you, but then you look at their the rest of their schedule, it's at Purdue, 
which they're losing a lot of guys, different coach, although I, I like the new coach at Purdue, uh, at least so far what he's doing. Uh, and then they get Rutgers before they head, head into Iowa. And so you're talking about building a lot of momentum if they can win this game and then really start strong next year. I've got Wisconsin winning 24 to 17. That might be a bit high. I I forget what the over in the over under in this game is 43. So I've got it just under. I've got it at 41. I I will not be surprised if there again, if there are a couple of junk scores early. Um where there's there's a, a bust in coverage and then teams settle in, but I like Wisconsin twenty four to seventeen. I think they get a seventh win. I think they they finish with a winning record, and Luke Fickle gets his first win as a Badger head coach. And so that's that's my thought. We will keep going through these these games. Uh, let me know your feedback. Leave a review, please. Leave a review uh, as you listen, and uh, make sure to stay tuned for each bowl game. This has been the Big Ten Football Talk Podcast. Take care. God bless.